Big Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. got a topic i know all of you have been really uh really chomping at the is it is it champing champ what are you doing to a bit what would you do to a bit this in itself is a bit i am doing it's chomping it's because a horse the thing in their mouth right it's what it's about right but it's a bit it's the but it's an a i don't know I'm not a horse person. Horses are people too. So boy, do we have a topic for you. Boy, do we have a topic for you. It is right along the lines of uh, what is what matters today. What's important. What's at the headlines. UFOs. My bad. That was last week. This is uh, feminism. And I know that none of you listen to the epi- every episode, so I know you won't call me out. That last week wasn't about that. Well, we could do like most of the media and rewrite everything and put in an episode last week about UFOs. That'll work. And by that, I mean, what do you mean last week wasn't about UFOs? <laughs> the Wuhan lab. We never said you were crazy if you thought it might have came from there. We never called you a Nazi or a white supremacist for, you know, saying something like that. We said, oh, interesting. Let's ponder that. So feminism. We did have a request from somebody who listens to the show on a regular basis so all you people who don't maybe you should and request a topic we'll talk about it feminism through the eyes of two men who have never been a lady before so i mean who better to talk about this that's my favorite aerosmith song is dude has never been a lady before so who better to talk about this? It's a who better, long title. Who better to talk about this <laughs> than Aerosmith? <laughs> yep. So Aerosmith, come on in. Oh, if they would have only brought Alicia Silverstone. Or did she go crazy? I don't know. I don't she, know. Wasn't she that... beating her kid like a bird or something? some point in her life she beating her kid like a bird no feeding it like chewing the food and like doing something crazy like that i don't know is her is her kid toothless i i want to hear i want to say that i heard some crazy shit but she might have been like oh i think i'm gonna vote for you know i might be a republican and then you know hollywood was like oh she's a bird lady or she could have been voting for like the like Bernie or something too, which would have yeah, that's true. Put her on the plank as well because like Bernie supporters and like Trump supporters were both Nazis there for like when Bernie's doing well, but like when he's coming up, it's not like that. But when he's doing well, yeah, when he's coming up, we support Bernie and we support you know yeah. all walks of life or whatever phrase you want to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny because it was like the Proud Boys and Bernie supporters were the same thing there for a while. The news, Bernie Bros, as they called them. I was like, "Yo, Bernie people, see, maybe we weren't Nazis either. Not that I was a Proud Boy, but like they were lumping us and Caps in with Proud Boys and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that's fun." Maybe Alicia Silverstone is a good example and pathway forward for us in terms of feminism, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say she was a proud boy. That didn't make sense. 
She's a proud girl. <laughs> right. Proud boys, feminism, same thing. It's a, that's a tricky topic for somebody who's not a lady. It's one of those things where you don't want to step on anybody's toes or try to pretend like you've gone through the same thing they've gone through with like with any group, but it's the differences are uh, pretty extreme between somebody like me and a woman who uh, feels like they've been wronged by some form of our society or government or some sort of institution. But can I listen to their arguments and say, yeah, I agree with that. Or that sounds terrible or that's some bullshit. You're, you're wrong. I can do that. I, I am qualified to, listen to your grievances and your arguments and come to my own conclusions on the arguments that you've made as a feminist. I want to do a little bit of, I wanted to do a little bit of research uh, this week and I did some, uh, and I read a few just cuts, uh, things, speeches. I was, really fascinated with early feminism in the United States because at some points in it, it a lot of the the rhetoric sounded very ANCAPy, you know. Uh, so it got me interested. I was there, you know, yeah, power, <laughs> power to the ladies, you know. And then um, it took some bad turns, and then around '93, the the new feminist movement or the modern feminist move, something like that. They coined a phrase, but um, I really lost touch with any of of that. I, I could get behind the grievances in certain aspects, but the solutions, the things they were fighting for, I, the principle and cap or libertarian, I could not get behind them because I don't agree with using violence upon any peaceful person for your means. Um, so as a man, do I think that women have been overlooked, foreshadowed, taken advantage of? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, there are reasons for that, uh, in society at certain times in society. Uh, the weak have been taken advantage of and more women are weaker than more men. I'm not, but then you get that surprising girl or that surprisingly weak dude. He's right there on the weak side too. He's being taken advantage of and that super tough girl is taken advantage of, of people. Um, has there been job situations where men have treated women differently? I would say pretty much every, including myself. Um, do I think a woman can do things that a man can? Absolutely. All, all I need to do is see that you can do it. That's my belief system. That's I really don't have the time to be bigoted. So it's just like, if you're doing it and doing it well, 
that's it. That's the end of the conversation. So if you're not, and then you go, it's because I'm a woman and you need to give me special treatment because I'm a woman, then I'm going to be like, that's fucked up. And no, bye-bye. So that's where I stand on that. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care if you're a man. Whatever you've decided to do and said you're going to do for whatever pay rate, that's what you do. You're either good at it or you're not or, or whatever. But then there's situations where I'm in a workplace and a guy says something fucked up or around a girl or, or whatever. And I might say like, you know, fuck off, man. That's not cool. Or it might rub me the wrong way and I might, you know, I don't know, whatever. Just, I might stand up for the girl. I wouldn't have done that for a guy. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, like, I mean, maybe if the guy was, yeah, too weak or too timid or whatever, but. The girl doesn't have to be too weak or too timid. I'd still do it. It's just the way I was brought up. But it doesn't mean that I think any less of the girl. It's just it. It's it's in my nature that you know a a woman can create life. That's really special. Uh, I have two kids. You know, it's a big deal. I think women should be treated with. A little bit of, uh, I don't know, like, I want to say, not to worship a woman, but like, there's something special about a woman because they create life. So there's, you just got to do something more for them. I don't know. I feel like I, I don't, I don't, would never force anybody to, but. I think it's special. So that's where I'm starting from. Sorry. Are you saying that you revere women as a whole because they have the capacity to create life? Yeah, I think so. I think that's interesting and respectable. It's it's something that I think would create an interesting conversation around those who are unable to do that. And I think in the same way that let's let's talk about men and the way that they perform sexually or the way that they perform in some other way, they tie their self-worth to that and that can be dangerous and i think equally so is women who sort of tie their self-worth there, there's this real crisis of being you hear about women having when they find out that they're infertile or they've had you know um a, a miscarriage or something like that there is this real crisis of being so it's it's interesting to think about if that crisis of being is a reflection of what they believe about their self-worth obviously misattributed and um not nearly their value as a person but i'd be curious to know if that is what they believe or what we as a society have made them to believe right is that innate if if you are a woman coming up in a vacuum and you are attempting to have a child or become pregnant and you find that you are infertile do you have the same breakdown as someone who has been in a society that has conditioned either for or against that right so first off uh to clarify, you 
you can grow up in the most um, oppressive situation being told what to believe and you cannot believe that. So nobody will ever make you believe something. You more likely to believe it growing up here than there. Yes. But your beliefs are yours. Um, yeah, so the, I think that is a, a pretty good point. Like, is it is it bad for me to feel that way about women because women create like I think that if if I felt that way about each woman, whether on the fact of whether they could could create life or could not, or their fertili- fer- fertility, then yeah, I think that would be that'd be pretty bad. <clears throat> messed up. But the fact that just women in general I respect because of whatever um whatever reasons i have there's a, there's tons of them you know I, I have a mother i'm sh- there's tons of reasons things that happened in my life that made me say you know women are something more there's just something about a woman that makes me want to shield them from danger whatever way well i would say that that's evolution right so i I think it's really important that we maybe tease out what we're actually talking about and i hate i hate to already get into my signature move around being too semantic here but when we talk about feminism we're talking about something pretty broad right like it's the whole reason why when someone says anything with a broad brush of, I want to talk about Republicans or Democrats or liberals or conservatives or feminists, you don't really know what they're talking about because it's a, it's a long poisoned well. Right. So when we talk about what feminism is, it's really hard for us to define what that actually is. And I, I like that you have naturally gravitated away from just digging into a narrative around modern feminism and some of the problems there, because I think that distracts from the truth of what we're trying to get at, which is I think we're having two conversations in parallel, one about what is and one about what ought to be. Mm -hmm. So from an evolutionary perspective, we can define what is but that doesn't necessarily tell us what ought to be. So when you talk about your compulsion to protect a woman mm-hmm. or uh, your compulsion to step in and say something on her behalf, I think that's evolved. I think that is what you evolutionarily have been programmed to do. Right. It does feel natural. Yes. But so, it, does, it doesn't answer the question of whether you should do that. And if we if we have some no, control over our, our evolution. It does not, but it it does it does can it does do something to me. So for me to deny my natural instinct would for somebody to ask me to deny my natural instinct. <laughs> would also be um, somebody invading upon me being a man. That's part of being a man. So now let's, let's talk about what would happen in a situation with me. Not with every man, but with me. I step in say something the woman 
that I say something for says, let's, let's make this a completely happy situation. Like it ends up perfect, but we disagree, but it ends up we're both good with each other in the end. She says, no, I'm cool with that. Takes me off to the side. I'm cool with what he said. Like, don't worry about it. I get what you were trying to do, but like, like I can handle my own. And then I go right on. Sorry. Maybe like, you know, fist bump. <laughs> Pow. Whatever. Right. You and then we give jazz hands to each other. Yeah. We go upon our different ways. I think that's what early feminism wanted. That's was somebody to feel like when they said, no, I got this. Somebody said, Oh, all right. I don't think they were saying like, don't open the door for me. I'm going to cuss you out because you got a dick. I, I, I didn't get that from the early feminist. I got, I just want to be, I want my, my opinion to be heard and well, for, for you, to, you respect it. Right. Um, for you to even listen when she says, Hey, I've got it. Right. And, and that goes for any, like somebody who's handicapped and I step in for them and they say, yo, dude. I got this. All right. And then I back off. I mean, and if you're the kind of guy who's like, oh, she, you know, she's a woman. She can't take care of her. I mean, that's, I guess that that's who you're fighting. That's who these feminists should be fighting against. Uh, and were fighting against in early, at least the early stages of it that I've read. I, I disagreed with some of the early stuff too, because it did tend to look at the state as the answer. It just doesn't seem like that's the answer. I mean, we're talking about men and women coexisting. Kind of just seems like we should be, talking to each other. And I think, I think that's an, another important distinction that I'm glad you call out because so often when discussing things regarding the state, that is a really, really important point and distinction that you make because we often hear about problems and folks propose they be addressed by the state. And when we push back on that, we are seen to be against the idea that that would be a problem in the first place. Not that we're pushing back on the proposed solution, but that we're pushing back on the problem in itself. And I think feminism is, is one of the m millions of examples of that. I think it's a big one and it's a large umbrella topic that probably carries a lot of that, but I think I think we should probably even double down on that that part of what you're looking at because it's not enough to say that there is a problem. You have to have a solution that's reasonable because if you propose a problem with an unreasonable solution, the folks who do not recognize that as a reasonable solution are not going to try to help you with your problem if you don't make the distinction between problem and solution. Right. I mean, we could take a couple of the issues that they have. Um, Modern feminists, the uh, they claim a wage gap, right? Where um, I'm sure anybody who's done economics has 
seeing all the charts and seeing the proof that that doesn't necessarily exist. But let's say it did. Okay. Let's say there is a female wage gap in the U.S. Broadly. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen at specific companies, you know, here and there, but let's say just broadly, there's a wage gap. Um, So you're saying that I could get better employees for less money if they're women. So as a company owner, why wouldn't I just only hire women at less money or take all the best women employees and congregate them into my one business by offering them man rates. I mean, that's, that's a free market solution and that's exactly what would happen in a free market if this were an issue. Um, And then let's 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 go let's break those two down because I think those are two I mean you're absolutely right. I I don't I don't disagree with you. I just think those two are different paths and I think address different concerns. Mm-hmm. Right? So the one where you pay let, let's call it man rates. Yeah. The one where you pay man rates is raising the floor and the one where you're employing women instead of men because it's a better deal is more about taking advantage. So mm-hmm. I think those are absolutely part of, part and parcel of the same issue. Yes, like a wage gap conversation, but I say we follow those down. Like those are two really interesting examples where if you if you exist in a free market, why wouldn't you do one of those two things? And I would say that depending on where you sit on the feminist scale, you would probably behave differently based on those two, right? So let's go with the premise that I am a man who thinks that women are inferior. So uh, now I'm going to hire more women at lower rates, which is... The funny thing is, is that's the one that hurts men. Is is that's the odd thing? Is because when you do it that way, you will in turn lower the man rate because a man will have to compete for a job that he's not privy to because he's you know he's a he's a dude. So like you're not hiring dudes. You're hiring at women rate. So now he's got to compete with the new women's rate to get a job. So now everybody's rate of pay goes down. And maybe that woman's rate comes up a little bit. And then they meet in the middle. Whereas if we go the other way, you're going to pay a woman man rates and then all the women want to come work for you anyway, right? So you don't even have to worry about it. So now everybody's getting paid. Men are getting paid, whatever. You're getting the top tier women because all the women who do that are coming to your company and trying to get on there. So you get your pick, right? So you get the very best women employees and everybody's wages stay up. So the funny thing is, is the, the the guy who hates or doesn't respect women ends up hurting men. And the other guy, everybody is good. But again, I think I think that we are projecting our own understanding onto this. Like we're putting ourselves in the position of this business owner to take advantage of a great deal that the market has afforded us, right? We're not putting ourselves into the position of someone who truly thinks that women are inferior. So I think 
the 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 premise of this this wage gap narrative hangs on not just some market forces where women happen to make less it's more that women are not respected and seen as equal in the workplace so they're sort of a second tier uh citizen so let's say let's say the, the first side where you're you're sort of lowering um your your wages because you hire all women well i think the premise would be that no no man is going to do that if he thinks women are truly inferior like yes if he has to employ a woman he will hire her but at a lower wage but his ideal would be to pay more to get a man right which would make his cost go up because if if it's true that women get paid less and do the same amount of work then why wouldn't his competitor run him out of the market by hiring women to do more work for less money because they he, all agree right like it's it's a patriarchal system where they all agree that okay because let's say you're in let's a, say that's that's true let's say like all everybody in this field agrees that women are inferior mm-hmm. but they're not <laughs> we can't because we're not going to change in our thought process or our experiment we're not going to change the fact that women aren't inferior, they're not. Everybody knows it. These people are idiots. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it's not like there's not a lot of women out there that could jump into that field and then do exactly what we said one of the competitors could do? Well, this is why it always ends up with the conversation turning to a broad patriarchal problem in that let's say I'm entering into a field that requires a bank loan for me to start up this business and the patriarchal system will not give advantages to women to do that, right? But they will. I mean, Without regulation and protections of bank banking systems, they have to compete on a free market. I know that's not what we're in today, but without if if we're just going on the free market banking system, they can't compete and care that you're a woman. They have to if they have no protections to stop somebody else from taking you know giving you that giving the woman that loan who's got the skills and is going to make money and pay it back and probably grow her business and want to do more business with you then they have to set aside their bigoted problems and say yeah here's your loan because the money's there but this is the all historically backed. but but this is all historically backed right if the bank is to compete they would look at historical proof and they would say okay what have profitable businesses looked like historically oh it looks like they've been run by men so i have no reason to give you this loan and it looks like you will be um selling your wares to a patriarchal society where the purse but, strings are controlled by men as well. But see, at this point you're getting to like the, the wizard of the uh, wizard of oz like fucking you know wicked witch of the west kind of thing like because without a co- without a coercive central planner 
your bank has to compete financially, not socially. So it doesn't matter that they were run by women or men. It's what are they doing? Are they, are they competing? Do they have a better product? Do they do this? Do they, whatever the consumer is the 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 winner in a real free market so the consumer is wants to buy you know miss you know miss she hands whatever hand soap right and she's making it in her garage and she can't make enough of it they're buying it they're buying it they're buying it she needs a loan they need to expand People are screaming. They want more and more and more. And the bank's supposed to say no. Miss Sheehan, the woman, she don't know how to make hand soap. Thomas over here with the dial now. <laughs> you know, people aren't screaming for her. Yeah, He's got that shit. Thomas J. Dial, founder of Dial Soap. Right. It's wild that you would bring him up here. But no, I think I think the point around the consumer is is well taken but like i say we if we're going to take the premise we take all with it which is that the consumer is a part of a patriarchal society as well right so if the consumer as a whole is largely a group of men who control the money and what purchase decisions look like then they also have the power to disregard a superior product objectively right. because they prefer to buy from other men. I do that, that, that exists, but it is also punished by the people who, who don't follow social trends. So at this point, like all the, without a protective regulatory agency right i'm the rich guy i won't buy from women i'm the progressive guy coming up i will buy from women right i'm losing money i'm paying more for inferior product this guy's paying less for a superior product because you buy it from women. Eventually, the free market does this because I'm losing capital. I'm gaining capital. What is social capital worth? Social capital? If it, it, it can be said that the, the best widget wins. But that's certainly not true. There is social cost to your consumption. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that argument because that gets into like the what's a salesman? Like, is he just an evil or a middleman? Right. But it's not true. A, what happens is a company may sell an inferior product or a, slightly subpar product to this company, but this company always sells a good product. This product's good. This product's good. This product's good. This product, this smaller company, which is what I'm talking about with Chevy should have been able to fail. Would have let that smaller company come up. So you have to, put that whole the big company gets bailed out kind of shit when they make a bad decision out of your head with this analogy because you know i can't beat them on this one product but i you know i'm good here good here good here good here and i have more money so i'm going to advertise more right so people trust this company because i bought this it was good this, it was good. This was good. 
But at least I know it's not going to be a piece of shit. Might might not be the best. I might overpay a little bit, but I know I'm going to get what I want out of it because I've bought these other things from them, right? Mm. So that's that's how that works. But then the small company has to, you know, they got their all their eggs in one basket. So they're customer service, and you know, if they're going to make it, they're all about it. Like you buy from them, they're like calling you. It working? Yeah, I'll send you a new one. You know, but you know, and sometimes that's what the market wants, and that that little company makes it, and Chevy goes under, and now there's, you know, Teddy's cars. You know, <laughs> where Chevy should have been gone, it should have been Teddy. So, um. Yeah, and some other poor schmuck should have been a millionaire. But no, we we bailed out Chevy with our taxpayer dollar. And they paid it back by, you know, moving numbers around in the uh, interest rate market to make it look like. But Chevy never paid back $1 to the taxpayer. Not one fucking cent did they give back. Not one goddamn cent did they pay but they made it look like it on the books. And they they even put out a fucking commercial. They paid it back because the Ford was using that shit against them. They didn't pay anything back. If Chevy was a woman, it would have been cheaper to bail them out. (laughs) So... What I'm getting at with the women thing, with the feminism thing, is if you're not screaming to take something from a peaceful person, somebody who's not doing you wrong, that's not what you're after. I might not agree with you, but I will support you every way that I can in your right to whatever scream it from the tops of building or whatever i'll support your right to do that um just don't hurt anybody stop trying to cancel people for things that microaggressions and stupid shit like that stop people don't people don't need to be walking around on eggshells around you because all that does is make people not like you. It makes people into misogynists. You you need to stop with that. Like when somebody says something lewd or crude or whatever, and don't make a big thing about it, but the fucking speak your mind. Just say, hey, shut the fuck up, asshole. Like, I'm not into you, shriveled dick motherfucker. You know, or whatever. Like, come back at him. But don't don't make the news about it. Don't try to ruin somebody's life over some stupid shit like that. Or if you sleep with somebody and you're drunk and he's drunk and and then you wake up the next morning and regret it. Don't use media to, because what that does is makes people, it makes people who have been in any situation similar to that just completely disregard everything you say. It's like when you're listening to somebody talk about race relations and and they're starting to make sense, and then they go, I'm not racist, but... And then they start... You just shut down. You stop stop listening. So just just don't do that to people. Be respectful of other people, no matter their genitalia, their color, or whatever. Just respect their property, their rights, and their freedoms. 
That's it. That's all I ask. What do you ask of the men who continue to propagate the idea that women are inferior and helpless? I don't ask anything of them. I'd say you're wrong and you'll be on the losing end of society because with a free market or without a free a real free market the free market will eventually win whether we're talking about the soviet union or whatever eventually the free market will win and you're going to be fucked because you're that asshole and just remember like blowback exists when you commit evil or hold down somebody who could be climbing that ladder it's going to come back with a vengeance uh so don't do it if if there's a girl that needs to be higher on that whatever list than employer and let it happen it it'll look good on you as a manager too like if you're a manager who thinks all oh, only men like if you if this girl's really showing you something just give it a shot because if she does good it'll look good on you as a manager you'll get a raise too you know <laughs> there's really no downside to it so just I don't know. I, I don't know what to say to those people because if if they're gonna follow it to its end, they ha- they will they have to lose. It doesn't work. So I think I'd like to apply Occam's razor here. Okay. <clears throat> In that the simplest explanation is likely the explanation. If you truly believe that there has been a system erected, whether that be for the sole purpose of infringing on your rights or it happens to infringe on your rights, Regardless of where you believe that system lies on that spectrum, if you truly believe that, I cannot understand why you would believe the answer would be creating another system or a larger, more encompassing system to fight that, as opposed to the simplest answer, which is to simply remove that system. Agreed. And I, I think that's where I was arguing. I kept arguing the free market will answer without saying stop going to things that aren't the free market. They don't have the answer. I think it's even more important that people recognize that it's beyond them not having the answer. It's that they do have an answer that they have forced upon you. and that does you harm. That state, that system that we're talking about that infringes upon you, it's not just that they don't have the answer. They have the wrong answer. Right. They're creating a lot of the issues that you're fighting against. And quit asking them to fix it. They're they're it. I know what I'll what I'll do. I'll fight. I'll fight the system until they, till they have to listen to me. I've got them on their back, and then I'll say, "Here's more power. Make sure it doesn't happen again." I can't. I can't tell you how many movements 
have done that. Not in this, just this country, but all over. We have like the labor unions who ended up being communism and shit like that. That's what they did. It was like, oh, we're being taken advantage of. And you now you have to listen. And then they're like, here's all of our rights. Here you go. And then they just got mass murdered. Don't don't do that. Just take responsibility for yourself. I know it I know it doesn't seem like the right answer when there's nobody with a bullhorn directing whatever. But that's not how it works. Just think about it. Like your own home. Who knows better what should happen in your doors of your house? Don't give that up. And that should be the same way everywhere. Your business, your whatever, your job, your whatever. If your employer doesn't respect who you are and your ability to do your job, either you're not doing your job good enough or they're making a mistake. Either one, something needs to change. I know that a lot of the things that get proposed to us sound like they have the same simple fix, which is to do away with this system that is infringing upon your rights. But I think it, it shouldn't be something that seems like a dismissive answer. It's more of a warning that so many of these problems could be answered with the same solution that this problem is likely much larger than you think yeah and the free market's not simple make a pencil read the article free market's amazingly complicated and that's why it doesn't work any other way so you know just give everybody a chance um I think I think a lot of it is that same problem we came up with last week with uh we were talking about um what the people living in different areas segre you know segregating on their own freely, you know. You know, when you force something upon somebody, you just create an enemy. So don't do that. It's a trap. There's no comfort